When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. 66 66 Clickety clicks Hiya PJ Clickety clickety Sickety sickety How you doing What's cracking all And anyway How's it going It's the first day of summer And the sun's coming out Where is the heat wave I was walking And I just snapped about it And I was like Oh actually I must I must snap and say we're here um, And it's, it was Baltic It was It's not up, Baltic It's bloody Baltic. lovely It's absolutely gorgeous out there Look Reunited Hey We're recording <laughs> the Dublin podcast today So And thank you for all your snaps yeah, thanks for all your snap-a-doodle-doos. Um, we oh, look, I need to lower that down. Um, should we talk about that first off the bat about people sending their deadly snaps? So you can snap me, Suzanne FM. There's no point in snapping PJ. He doesn't use it and he's I got a stupid name on, me. on snap as well. Yeah, Gary, I, I, I'm on Insta story. That's what I... I'm all over the Insta stories. That's I prefer kind of Instagram. Isn't it? It's a more... It's a more appreciative place. You don't have to use funny filters. You just take a picture of food. Uh, you like looking at people who are in the gym flexing their moussels. I have no part of my life of any of those things. So yeah, well, you I know, took a you picture in the park to. yesterday on Insta. I, yeah. I learned how to use boomerang, so obviously that's all I've been doing for the past two days. Just boomerang videos. Boomeranging dogs. It's my f- new hobby. It's just doing boomerang videos on dogs. <laughs> that sounds like it has a sexual connotation. Yeah. Boomeranging. I boomerang my dog. Boomerang, boomerang the boomerang dog. dog yeah. Lovely mind. it was too. It was got a grand old time. Yeah. Um. So everyone keeps sending in um snaps oh, where they're. Are you off to spilling coffee all over yourself? Yeah, I'm grand on. Um, where they Dublin. So the hashtag is in your ears and people just snap. So they snap me, Suzanne FM, where they're listening to Dublin. So I keep putting them up on the Dublin Twitter account so you can see them because they're so good as people like milking and doing all sorts. So my favourite one, like, and by the way, I love them all. They're so good. But the one that made me laugh out loud is because let's face it, I don't leave the pale. I don't leave Dublin. I know nothing <laughs> of animals country. So, you know, Gogglebox. Yes, so if you're listening outside Ireland, we've got Gogglebox Ireland. And then there's twins. Have you seen the twins? Ferg and they're Neil. They're two Cavan lads. They're, yeah. they're legends, right? They're just legends. But Ferg listens to the podcast. Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Ferg, going, Ferg? Ferg listens to the podcast. So he sent me a picture of him. He got a brand new phone. <laughs> so very high tech thing of a milk in the cows in Cavan. Ah, that's and the I way to, you do it. That was it. So then there's people like going out delivering milk as well, doing early morning shifts, being very hungover, doing all sorts of waiting in the parks in London or and driving cafes. tractors and all. Yeah, we have a very agricultural sort of a, a bit of everything. We've got th- oh, for God's sake! You look at you, Sorry. you shambles. Um, my mom. <laughs> it's my your mom. mom. Answer your mom. Let us hear what you'd say Hi, to her on the podcast. Hi, mom. Hi, you all right? No, I don't need cake, Mom. I'm in recording the podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who has the children? Um, one is in school and then the other one's with Nana Ev. Yeah, but there's Nana Ev wants to drop um, home up to me now. I don't know, Mom. Talk to Joey, but it's grand. Okay. Okay, thanks, okay. Mom. Okay, see you then. Yeah, say hi to the podcast listeners. I will. Hello. There you go. Okay. Okay. Say hi to PJ. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. Yeah, how are you? Oh yeah, I know. I like us all. 
Like us all. Struggling like Paddy with the rent. <laughs> she comes out with these great lines. <laughs> right. Thanks, mum. See you later. Bye. God bless. Bye bye. Um, that's my mom. There, there you go. go. She doesn't listen to the podcast because she can barely use her phone, and also she definitely shouldn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So what was I saying? So Ferg um, was yeah very agricultural people. Though also city slickers. We got one from Hong Kong. One. Yeah, but look, we're not banned. No, we're yeah, not we're not banned, which is great because so we please, were banned please, from fake please, China please, before. Please keep, yeah, fake China. Please keep them coming because there's early. I love to know where we are in your ears. Peter doesn't really care as much, but I definitely do. Yeah, I do care. I do care. I just don't respond. I mean, I'm busy, man. I got shit going on. I got my whole life to stress about. <laughs> I'm really riddled hurtful. with anxiety. <laughs> That's really hurtful. I'm ri- <laughs> I've got shit to do. I've got things going on. As for you, you're just at home and a lonely housewife. I made by no yourself. commentary on you. I made no commentary <laughs> about you or your life of any kind. I just says I've. Uh, I'm a busy old bollocks. I've been touring again, so I'm back on tour again, which is mental. Yeah, I'm. Do-, do you know what I have to say? I never, I'm never really very nice to you, am I? To be honest, like I'm no. kind of like very. No, you're not. No, yeah. I'm never really nice to you. But I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to go and see you in stand up in May this month. I'm going to see you in like three weeks time. We're going to Dunleary. Don't forget about my tickets. We'll leave me hanging outside the door. I won't. PJ. You just have to remind me. Like on I will, the day I'll text you because on the day. that's the thing, yeah. Because I need to, anyway, I need that sort of level um, of reminder. I know, I know. I do uh, know you at this stage. I, I will remind you going. We're going tonight, but I'm actually genuinely excited to see the dickhead tour. That's uh, it's been. So where have you been so far? It has been fucking great, crack so far. Really? Right? Yeah, because we did the first night in Tinnahili Courthouse, and let's Where's be that? honest, right? It's in Wicklow, uh, and let's be honest, it was rough. But it was a good show. But I <laughs> hadn't rough. fully memorised the fucking show and I had notes hidden on the stage. I and saw your cheat notes. notes on your hands. I do that all the time, cutting the back of my hand, so it looks like I'm just checking the time. Uh, and then I did... Uh, where did we go after that? Oh, fucking... Um, do you want me to check for you? It doesn't even matter. But then we did... This weekend we were in... Uh, oh, Torless I did in Tipperary. So oh, it's it a long way. Tipperary. It was a... Uh, Good old night dance things were getting a little bit better. And then this weekend we were in Sligo and then Dolan's Warehouse in Limerick. And I have to say, the fucking crack really? was yeah, it was brilliant. I also had probably the best heckle I've ever had in my comedy career because I was I've got this new piece, right? If you know Damien Dempsey, if anybody knows Damien Dempsey, I have oh, this whole yeah. new bit about him, right? Uh, because and it's about men crying. Because you know nowadays everyone wants to say, Oh man, you need to cry. Oh, you have to express yourself and, you know, you got to talk to people. I, I'd rather just shove my problems down my trousers, punch myself in the prostate, you know, walk the dog, no talk to anyone and then go out and be miserable. That's normally how I deal with my problems. Right. Totally unhealthy. Yeah. Right? You know. Yeah, that's probably why you're on all that anxiety medication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then all yeah. this, uh, you know, and then I started saying that men do cry. Uh, they just do it at different times and then I managed to rob some podcast material for you. Like, do you remember we were talking I'm about... I'm so f- pleased you're using the podcast considering we have yeah. hours worth of material. Now you're utilising it. I'm finally okay, so mining we- through. So, you know, do you remember we talked about the ski jumper, Findle Duke, Heidel, oh, Gonko, yeah. whatever his fucking name is. So I do you his story. You were so invested in him, weren't you? So invested in him. Yeah. And then uh, this Damien Dempsey thing and another thing I robbed off the podcast uh, well, was... it's not really robbed when it's your own stuff. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, so, I, so I took from the podcast and it's all about Damien Dempsey how he can get men to get to just that set you know he's so fucking passionate is what I'm saying yeah and he gets men to just get to that level where they're hugging each other and kissing each other and it's so manly and you're just on the fucking cusp of sucking the cock off your best friend grabbing the mickeys yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what I mean? You're just there. So it's like, I'm going to play Damien Dempsey because if you've never listened, so he's an Irish singer. <laughs> now, like that, Joey goes to see Damien Dempsey because oh, he plays every, the it's like their, their Christmas him and all the lads go. Mm. It's a big night out, like. So this piece, right, it stands, it's that, it's that of the comedy. Shall I put this on in the background while you're, <laughs> so people okay. understand what he's uh, I don't know, you see, this is it, it's, it's has been falling on flat ears. Oh, really? Because people outside of Dublin aren't really 100% aware of all his stuff and his music, you know, which is something I completely underestimated. I thought everybody knew Damien's music really, really well. No, they don't. Here we go. It's kind of hard to understand as well. That's the other side of him. Do you think so? Do you know what? I'll let the listeners be the judge of this. Bottles round the house. Just do as they get. Broken hearted, but she copes. They're not upbeat no, songs. But, no, but his well, his other songs are. Well, that's, some are, but that like, but a so lot of them are saying, a bit depressing. Because the man's so fucking passionate, right? This yeah. is the point I was trying to make. He's so passionate, and then I did this thing that I, I did in the podcast where I go, "Is he like that in every other part of his life? Is that how he carries on? Like, where, if he's with his missus and he wants to order a pizza, does he just go, oh, 'I'm gonna order a pizza,' and she's like, "No, I'll do it, Damo." Let me ring it in this time. And he's like, no, I have this. Puts the phone on loudspeaker, <laughs> throws on the guitar, and he's like, we'll have a pizza with some garlic bread and some dips for me, missus, cause she's starving. Like it was a fucking farming. Right? And it goes on like that, and it gets bigger and bigger. And then like, if his Wi-Fi breaks down, he's ringing Virgin. He's like, hello, Virgin, you lying fucking cunt. And it goes on for, and it gets bigger and bigger. And at the end of it, in Torless, I finished on this crescendo of a routine, right. and nobody laughed. <gasps> nobody laughed. And one woman in the middle of the room stood up and went, "Good man, PJ," and sat back down again. And the fucking place lit up. It lit up. So I was like, "This woman is my new best friend. I love this woman What's now." What's her name? Therese. There you go. And I started getting her out of the thing, and then putting her in front of everyone. I got her out. Of the, anytime anyone said anything after that, I was like, "Therese, sort them out. Sort them the fuck out." And she got on stage and starts going, "This man came a long way. You should be fucking laughing at his jokes." <laughs> If anyone went to the toilet, she gave out to them. Oh, I was like having me mammy there. She's like Therese Patrol. It was Therese Patrol. It was like having me mammy there. It was a fucking amazing moment. It was so brilliant to have her sitting there and just taking... She was taking care of me for the whole gig. So do you think Damo Dancy is too parochial then? In, like as in that only Dublin people get Damo? Actually, do you know what? Maybe no. it's only a Northside thing. Although Joey does like Damo Dancy, yeah. but like... Like one no. of my mates, Julie, like absolutely, she's mad for Damo. She absolutely loves. I presume him, like. the whole of Ireland was like that. He's no, like, no, I don't think he's so. like a Dublin Christy Moore, <clears throat> a man of the working people, I a think man he with is a voice. In Dublin, I think Paddy Casey is probably more universal across Ireland. And then this is if you don't live in Ireland, you are currently sitting going. Who yeah, what are they, are they talking about? Yeah, about. Yeah. Um, so other than you dying on your ass, how's it going? I didn't die on my ass. It was a fucking great gig, excuse me. It was one moment in an otherwise fantastic show. Yeah. <laughs> As I was saying, other than dying on your ass, yeah. how's it going? Yeah, but uh, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty all Are you right. enjoying it? Yeah, I am, yeah, but it's tiring. Fuck me, it's It's tiring. a lot, isn't it? Like the Fridays, man, when you're getting up at like five o'clock in the morning. Going in to do your show. And you're coming home from work at like half one the next morning. 
Yeah, it's a long day. Because it's the last day. five. I was thinking we, we were trying to record and you were like going to Limerick on Friday or Sligo or somewhere. On Sli- I was Sligo on Friday, yeah. That's like up early then. Sligo's miles away. Yeah, it's miles away, yeah. I don't even know where Sligo is. Southwest, northwest. Miles northwest away. of Ireland, yeah. So it's I have sli- no it's reason to go there, so... <laughs> and because I'm too Story stingy my life. to pay for hotels, I want to try and drive home after every gig. So that's that's all of that shit. But it was it's could been you, good. Could you not like? Could you not be a total ligger? Where where are the rest of your gigs? Let's see. If we well, can get you accommodation. Well, Clonakilty uh, is Cork. the next one in Cork. I have I have that one sorted. Right, I have okay. to stay there. Yeah, that's a bit of because that's like a four hour ride. So I have to do that one. And then the next two after that are in Dublin. So that takes me off the hook big time. I got two Dublin gigs. I got the Drake show in Blanchestown, and then I've got the. Uh, Hoth, the, Avril, the Abbey, Abbey Tavern, Tavern in Hoth. The Everyman Theatre in Cork. And then after that, back down to Cork again. Are you staying in Cork then? I see, I was going to just drive home again. Okay, and then the Pavilion Theatre in Dublin, which is where when I'm going. Which is when you're going. So I if the show's the not ready by then, I'm really yeah, fucked. Yeah, you're goose, I will heckle you. <laughs> um, and I'm bringing Joey for his birthday. That's his birthday present. You've Whee! given me free tickets. Yay, you stingy thing. <laughs> that's me. Um, Newbridge, you could come home from there because that's Kildare. It's only 40 minutes up the road. Now, Waterford is the one. Waterford's the tricky one, yeah. So, now, if you work in it... Like, PJ's weird. He probably will go and stay in your gaff. But... Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you work in the in the hospitality industry in Waterford and you'd like to put PJ up for the night... I would very much appreciate it. He'd tweet. He doesn't want to pay I'll get you it. free tickets to the show He'll and all. He'll give you tickets to the show and he'll... So, Waterford... And I'll shite on about you and tell everyone you're brilliant. There Have you go. That. And he'll tweet. So yeah, there you go. All of that bollocks. Look at me. <laughs> it's not going to work. But anyway, it's worth a try. <laughs> Look, never, as Justin Bieber, my good friend, says, never say never. Never say never, ever. Yeah. Never, never, um, ever say never. You'll appreciate this. Do you know my hero of the week for this week? Um, it's it's kind of late. <clears throat> I don't, but I have a one as well. But so. I have to tell you this one because last year, um, I kind of took the piss out of it a little bit. But this year, I was reduced to a crumbling, crying mess. So... Pippa, who works for Chris Moyle's show, and Dave Masterman, who used to work for show, they both did the London Marathon this year. Oh, yeah. Um, and I have this thing. I've always wanted to do a marathon. And I, I ultimately will. I just don't know when. If I stop having babies and whatnot and, you know, actually get out and train. And whatnot. Yeah. It's a goal. But did you watch the London Marathon? I didn't. Oh. Uh, I watched the... I saw... I know what you're going to talk about, though, I think, at yeah, the, the end. Yeah, the guy. Yeah. Carrying the other guy. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't actually breathe. Ooh. I couldn't breathe. The ma- I think the name's name was like David. He was from Wales, uh, and the other guy. So I got really caught up in it. I was like, "This is amazing!" And then I learned. So you know, they see people in all the costumes. Yeah. So they're all trying to say, set like world records. So like they stopped them. Was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm trying to break the world record to do the quickest marathon, dress as a pineapple or dress as a telephone." And yeah. I put like, you have to appreciate their commitment to the cause because yeah. like it's not an easy feat. Like it's not dressed as a telephone or a cup or you know. And this, I, this one just said, "I'm a mug," and it was a big mug. It was very clever. Um, but anyway, then towards the end, when they're coming down that last stretch, there's this guy literally is and he's just like. No, no. Oh, he just got the bunk. He got the full-on bunk. Oh, like the legs went, the knees went, he went, yeah. he went full-on jelly wobbles. He yeah. was full-on Mr. Soft. And then this guy came around the corner and saw him and he was like, come on, come on. He's like, no. And your mum was like, you could just, he's like, go on without me. I'm already dead. And the guy just persevered and persevered and persevered. Now, actually, another runner tried to come and help him, but he was like, no. <laughs> and then, it, and I, you know, one of the, I think it's Adidas sponsored or whatever, came along, put his arm around, they got him over. But he could have sacrificed a personal best to do it. Yeah, it was a 200, and, it was 200 metres on the line and his yeah. body just gave in. 
It's about you just walking and went, no, it's not happening, yeah. But and did you see how bad he was? Like, oh, I yeah. tweeted it. Oh, he got the full, he got the bonk, full on. Oh, uh, but two things about this, right? Oh, here we go. Just a couple here of things. Here he is, sucking the good out of humans since uh, 19, what year were you born, 62? 75, yeah, smarty pants. <laughs> Arrived in 75. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Not a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, t- two things. <laughs> yes, go on. It's not a race, right? Well, it's a personal, it's a it's a personal race for yourself. Yeah, but like, it's not a race, right? Yeah. And he saw this funny health model line. Much ado, I have to say, I didn't think it was that heroic. It's not like he was running in the Olympics and some lad, some chap hits the deck and he may never qualify or ever have another chance to be there ever again. And this one chance, this one moment in time, this monumental occasion where you get to stand on the line and run and sprint and be seen by the whole world was taken. It was a couple of lads running the marathon. At the end, you know what I mean? Like I know, but if you no, were, if were trying to take me, a shot on his parade, you literally have. You might as well put I'm, not, pants ta- I'm not saying the guy isn't an amazing bloke. He is for helping him. He is. Think about if that was you and you're 200 <laughs> meters from a line and you have trained and you're there standing there and you're, you're going, okay, and your body's going, no, I want to go home. <laughs> like, yeah. I would be fetal on the ground just going, don't touch me. Well, this is the other point I was going to so, make because if it had been me that saw someone going rubber, man. You would just kick them as they went by, would I'd have run over his bleeding head. I mean, I would have run over his head. People be there. If I was running for a line looking for a personal best and there was some lad lying on the ground <laughs> and there was like three people going, we need one more person to save this guy's life. I'd be just running past him. He ain't going to make it. He ain't going to make it. Psych. I would run all oh, I would he'd be dust he'd be dust I'd be on the front of the papers for being a dickhead uh, yeah a dickhead yeah. Yeah. oh yeah dickhead like, looking we all times nicely into your stand <laughs> <laughs> all there that son of a bitch Gallagher he just fucking left that man there for dead and I'd be at the front holding me medal going Woo-hoo-hoo. and then there'd be like a quote a source close to Gallagher said yes yes he is that much of a dickhead and that would have been me ringing going hello I have a quote to make about Peter Gallagher on the marathon <laughs> it's S-U-Z a N N E. Thank you very much. You know that my, some of the theaters won't put my posters up because the dickhead because they have dickhead written on them. We did talk about this like right at the very beginning, didn't we? Like about the possibility that yeah. you do impress and promo for it that they Waterford, wouldn't. for example, the Waterford uh, Theater Royal. They won't put up the, my posters. They won't put them up with the word dickhead on it. I saw. Um, I saw somebody tweeted about it and they were like the history of the penis or something or the history of the Mickey history or of something. the Irish Willie. Yeah, they yeah. erased the dickhead word yeah. off it. Yeah. Which they're is not even like, I don't know, put a little phallic kind of instead of the eye No, they won't something. do it. No, some people are very, their, senses, their sensibilities are too easily hurt. Bit, like his dick had that. Everything's fucking, everything is wrong now. Everything's wrong. Oh, here, everything's he's going to have a failing moment now, aren't you? Here we wrong. fucking go. Did you see it? Do you know, do you drink milk? Yeah, I do. Racist. <laughs> racist. Why am I yeah. racist? Oh, yeah, you're a fucking white nationalist. Racist. Uh, it's a new story. Did you see it? No, why oh, am I racist? And I'm not even making this fucking garbage up. Apart, that's the new thing. The new thing is now if you're a white person and you drink milk, you are showing your superiority over the other races because other races have a lactose intolerance. It's not as good as uh, the whole white fucking lactose Absorb- absorption tolerance or whatever the living shite to bed that we apparently have over all these other people, right? right. So they're now saying that milk, the drink of milk, yeah. is a symbol of <laughs> superiority by the white man. Oh my god. So milk is racist. Milk is fucking racist. And you would think that this was just one or two batshit lunda heads who came up with this. 
you know, and that it's not that significant and that we wouldn't take these fucking wankers seriously. But uh, it's amazing. Catching it's catching on. Now, I saw a film lately. Did you see it? Um, Get Out. Get I'm, out. I'm quite happy where I am. Right, no, the name of the film is oh, Get Out. Good. And uh, the guy who directed the movie mm. has put this really odd scene in the movie. I never noticed it at the time because at the time I didn't know Milk was racist. <laughs> Fucking bigot that I am. Uh, so I didn't know it was racist. So in the movie, he has this scene in where the woman who's... Uh, who I don't want to ruin the plot, but she's basically not a good person, okay. right? Let's put it that way. And she's drinking Spoiler. milk. Yeah, well, nah, you yes. get that fucking easy enough. It's just what she does would ruin it. But she's drinking milk and he says he deliberately put that scene in. Because if you think about milk, it's kind of disgusting. And it shows that she's enjoying milk and it's this whole superiority thing. And it's absolutely bizarre. So milk is racist. And if you drink milk, you're racist. If you like if milk, you drink you're... chocolate milk. If you're an equal opportunity, that is like what if you drink... Racial, what's this? what do they say? Profiling. No, it's... Um, Racial association, is that what it is? Or right. racial... Oh, well, <laughs> there's a word for it anyway. What about then <laughs> vanilla ice cream? Vanilla ice cream. I guess that's racist as well. It is fundamentally milk, and it's white. Right. And it's lactose product. So we're goosed all right. I guess even a cheese sandwich would make you racist then if it's a whole lactose so what, thing. What doesn't make you racist these days by the sandwich? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's gas because, uh, you know, you, you, you walk around the world... You think you don't really see, you think you're colorblind, man. You think you don't really see people's differences to be a bad thing. You think you're celebrating the differences you have with other people. It's almost like it doesn't matter if someone's fucking different. And then you realize you had milk and you're a white nationalist. I mean, it came as a terrible shock to me. I've got to be honest with you. It really came as a terrible shock. I'm devastated. <laughs> I mean, I have a milkman. What does that make me? Ah, oh, you're a fucking... I'm like literally ahead of the KKK. secret meeting. You're literally having secret meetings. With Dermot, my milkman. Yeah, with you and Dermot planning the downfall. <laughs> of, giving, him, giving him 10 euro 20 towards the regime every Thursday. Yeah, 10 euro 20 towards um, ra- eradicating race, uh, racial diversity from the planet. Wow. I couldn't fucking believe it. It just shows you. So yeah, I guess when you put it into that context, having a comedy show called dickhead is kind of a uh, you know oh. it's bound to ruffle a few feathers because you oh, can actually yeah because i saw you you tweet about um the snowflake generation today because did you see that you? fucker did you see that fucking prick i mean did you fucking see him for those who didn't explain for le- for those who fucking didn't right this is the most bizarre story i have ever heard in my life this is a 13 year old kid in ireland right in cork Fucking hell. Now, I'm starting to sound like I'm a Donald Trump I hear. Like, giving out about snowflakers and giving out about... What's the other thing I was just giving out about? Milk, milk being, racist. being racist. Like, I'm fucking... I am a fucking lefty. I'm a, I am I am Mr. Liberale. But some people are just fuckers. And this 13-year-old kid, right? And I, I swear, Google this, because I'm not going to do so this justice. you tweeted justice. it, didn't you? Yeah, I did tweet yeah, it, actually. On Twitter. But Google it. Fucking look at me, Twitter. Whatever, because I, I can't do this shit justice. It's so outrageous. A 13-year-old kid, he was playing for his football team in Carrigaline County Cork. He got dropped from his football team. Right, so the football team. This shit happens, by the way. Sometimes there's 50, 60 kids. There's 11 spots on a team and a bunch, of just, a bunch of kids in the subs. He gets dropped by a subs team. What does he do? Does his dad say, well, you know what? Go out, play harder. Fight for your position. You'll always have another chance. Does he say to his dad, they won't fucking drop me again. I'm going to play harder than the next lad. I'm going to get me trial. And that'll be the end of it. No. They go to the courts. <laughs> they go to the courts. And they sue the football club for post 
post-traumatic stress disorder. PT fucking SD. They sued him for post-traumatic stress disorder. He's now 18 years old. He says he can't sleep at night. He says he still gets upset thinking about it every day. He has the same disorder that fuckers came back from Vietnam with. He has the same disorder that fucking troops in Iraq get when they blow people asunder and unjustifiably. They're being shelled in their sleep. Or they get shelled in their sleep or they fucking see horrific shit. He's got to say he's got post traumatic stress disorder because he didn't get his game at his fucking local football club. What entitled little gobshite of a hooja do you have I to fucking be? And it's like and I hate this shit of oh, it's the parents' fault. I do. I hate that. It's the parents' fault. Everything I did was my fault, not my parents' fault. My poor parents. Well, no, because your parents. I dragged like- my parents into trouble. But in this case, <laughs> in this case, the level of entitlement shoved into that kid is fucked up. Isn't see, it? That's it. Because if that you went and said, oh, like even do you remember when you were growing up? Like even if you got into like into trouble in school, right? And then you'd go home and pray innocence. You'd be like, I swear to God, I it actually wasn't even my fault. Like your parents would just go, right, well, that's the teacher said that you're, unless it was like something really extreme and you're getting kicked out of school. But you know what I mean? Like, but, you know, nine times out of 10, your parents would just go, shut up. You have to go to detention or, you know, you have to do whatever you have to do because you, I'm sure you, you, in some part, you you weren't just standing there. I'm sure you played a part. You weren't just randomly picked out of the crowd of, you know, the thousand kids that go to your school or whatever. But now it's just like, the parents are to blame on that because imagine you had gone home and gone, which, like, like if you didn't get picked for a football team or whatever, and you go, I didn't get picked, your, your dad just go, okay, well, train harder, exactly as you say. They wouldn't be like, and you go, I'm going to sue them. They wouldn't be like, right, let me ring the family solicitor. Yeah. Charles, we're going to court. How fucking snowflake. Balaam didn't get picked. Isn't it the most snowflakey thing you've ever yeah. heard? Uh, he's, he's a bad representative of a generation, though, isn't he? Man, I remember when I was, like, eight, and my father tried to give me away to the travellers. You know that, like, and by the way, like, I was eight, and I was adopted, so I'd been through this before. I thought this was this was the second time. This was like the first time was fucking bad enough, and now it's like I'm being sold on the black market, right? So I'm I'm telling you, right? Your mum and dad are trying to get their money back. I'm not even fucking joking. I was playing the pass them out game with me dad, right? What? You know the pass them out game? No, it's probably a Northside thing. Right. Well, you're in the car, right? You're in the back, and your dad's driving. And every time another car is in front of him, you go, pass him out, pass him out, pass him out, pass him out, pass him out. Until your dad goes fucking mental, right? right. You drive your dad insane. So he's like, I'm warning you. I'm warning you. All right. And I was, pass him out, pass him out, pass him out. Right. And then eventually he turned around and he said something that was very out of character for him. Right. He looked at me and goes, if you don't shut your fucking mouth, there's got to be consequences. Right. <laughs> consequences. So I was like, yeah, right. Like, what consequences? It's me and me dad in the car. So I was, pass him out, pass him out. And we were coming down the Malahide Road, right? This is about 1983 or 4, right? right. So I'm young, right? Yeah. And he pulls into the halting site where all the travellers are. And he goes to one of the travellers. He goes, excuse me, come here. Do you want a young fella? Because I'm sick to me shite of this fella. Do you want him? Because I don't want him anymore. Right? And you back could sue your parents for traumatic stress. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, this is the thing. At the time, this was just a funny fucking story. So, <laughs> so the traveller... Now you'd be on the front of the heralds. Yeah, yeah. Now you'd be, ah, oh, now he'd be done. Like <laughs> he'd, be, he'd, he'd be viral. Go oh, on. yeah, he would, yeah. He'd be it's fucking the the all zoo. these child protective services and all, rather than what that actually is, which is just a fucking funny story of something that my dad did. And he was fucking right. And then the traveller looks in the car at me and he goes, no shit. 
Jesus was Paul because he was happy to play along because racism against travellers in the 80s was fucking hilarious, right? So he looks at me and he goes, what would I do with him? I mean, look at him now. Is he strong? Is he strong? That's what he said. And me over the goes, him, he's not strong. He couldn't lift a bleeding tic-tac that young lad or something to these effect. And then he starts going on about, uh, he does nothing his mother tells him either. Never does that his ma tells him. And then the traveller that's going, Jesus, I wouldn't want a bald boy now. I have no room for a bald boy. Right? He goes, I've eight children of my own and I have a five-year-old in here can change the engine out of a van. Right? And I'm like going, no! No! Fucking please, Dad! Fucking please! Please don't fucking leave me on the side of the fucking road! Please! Like there's fucking dogs running around and there's fucking <laughs> car parts all over the fucking place. I was shitting myself. And then my dad goes, ah, I'll give him another chance, right? Oh, I'll give him another chance. And Travelers there going, no problem. But I'll tell you something, bring him back to me now if he's still bored. I'll find a place for him. No problem. I'll find good work for him. I said, like, no! Fucking no! <laughs> and then, did I ever play pass him out again? Never played pass him out again. No, I fucking Anytime didn't. Anytime we drove up near the Halton site, you're like, no, Dad. Yeah, yeah, no, I was like, no! Uh, but fuck me. You, and now you have this suing the football club because they were dropped. Would you fuck off? It was always funny, though. I don't know why. And it is a thing. Like, when we were growing up, when your dad lost his fucking mind, mm. it was hilarious. Because the dads didn't. Your mom, your when mom yeah. went bananas. Actually. Like your mom would shout at you and give out yards to you. Like, and you just kind of be like, and as you got older, yeah. you have that attitude. You'd be and like, the, relax. And just put your mother. Dad. I was the other way. If me dad lost his mind, it was hilarious. But no, if but me mother lost her mind, it was fucking. Oh, really? Yeah. Like we were, like, no. I remember once, me dad, uh, he fucking, he, he was in the room and he, he was a bit locked. He came into me and my mate Ronnie, right? And we were sleeping. Yeah, he was a bit locked. Just two parts. And he came in, right? And uh, he was leaving the room and he farted, right? <laughs> like that. Right? No shit. And he <laughs> Literally was, just he a was part, no wobbly shit. on his legs. Yeah, just fart, right? And he was wobbly on his legs. So he farted, right? And he blew himself kind of off course. <laughs> and he walked into the fucking edge of the open door. And the edge of the open door hit him on the forehead, right? <laughs> And then he started walking backwards and the fucking back of me mate Ronnie's bed hit him on the back of his legs and he backflipped <laughs> like completely fucking landed on his shoulders and he span around and ended up sitting <laughs> sitting on the bed sideways like side saddle as if he meant it with his legs crossed. I never saw it like it. I never saw it like it. And he was totally shocked and we fucking laughed and laughed and laughed and th- if that had happened to me ma like no one would have laughed we'd been there that ne- right, ma. we'd be shitting like we'd be shitting like yeah. you know, if I was playing passing out with me ma in the car I'd be half afraid she'd just turn up the radio and drive off a pier <laughs> <laughs> she'd be there just turning up the music thank you for the music the songs were- I'd be like man's a bit fucking loud Here's to all the joy with my you're gonna be faster. <laughs> Drive off the pier. Underwater. Why did you fucking do that for Ma? Ma! He's swimming around the back of the car. I can't get out, Ma! But yeah, yes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what the fucking point is. Yeah, but you see but even things like that, like even you know a parent like did you used to be told to go and play with the buses? No, not buses. Oh, no. we used to be told, like go down to the roundabout and play with the buses. Like as in, get out of their face. Like, oh, like get out. just get out. Like just get out. I like, got that. Get out. Oh, and yeah. Go and go and play with the buses. Oh, I got like, it. You, you w- couldn't say. You I couldn't say that to Oshin now. I couldn't <laughs> say. 
Because if he went into crash and said, yeah, my mom told me to go and play with the, bu- the buses, like, my dad would be like, 54A, Jew, any minute now, go on, go down to the roundabout, off you go, go and play with the buses. Like, you couldn't say that to your child now. No. I'm sure it haven't taken sure, it's off It's all me. fucking play dates oh, don't and arrangements. Get upset about it. Don't, because you got really upset about this two years ago. I know it does. Don't like, we weren't allowed in the house. You woke no. up on a Saturday, how are you, ma? Get out! Get the fuck out! And then you just end up hanging around the petrol station, filling up LucasAid bottles with petrol so you can set your mate's head on fire. Or, or something. Yeah, we probably just walk you know, around the area. Yeah, <laughs> just walk around the Boys area. and girls are so different. Like, the stuff that you... Like, I, someone told me a story about... <sighs> they used to do, like... Do you remember Jackass? So they used to do, like, the pranks from Jackass. And one of their friends was walking home from college or walking home from the shop. And they kidnapped him. And oh, threw yeah. him in the boot of a car. That's hefty. Now, and he didn't know it was them, obviously. It escalated quite quickly because yeah, it was also sure it, it was it was spotted by people and the guards got involved and all sorts. Like, but they still to this day go, that was fairly fucking funny. Like to them, that was like funniest thing the in the world. Funny, like they still like a bit of wee comes out when they laugh, telling them. Oh yeah. Do you know, whereas a girl would go, oh, terrible. That's a bit much. Yeah. Do you know, like, and we, she's right. Really, like, she's fucking right. <laughs> no, but it, it like we really like that is the when it comes to the sexes sometimes like you know there is kind of an, a nice little amalgamation between and then other time I think maybe it's the teenage years especially that we're yeah. just so far apart teenage girls and teenage boys well the way they think in their heads are so different so different oh yeah. so different like it's so hard to be a teenage boy I though f- as well I, but I would hate to be either it is I saw because you're boys, not really a person they always have their hands down you're, their pants I know but like what you don't that? understand you don't understand even I can't understand anymore you're this ball of sexual fucking frustration and you're walking around and you're in the world and all you can think is really go 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 rub it touch it look at it please smell it smell it look at it please really go really go really go really go oh jesus ride me ride me ride me touch me look at me look at me kiss me ride me touch it look at it look at it really go really go so what do you do just put your hands in your pants to keep it in check mantra is going on in your head and then you have to study for exams and you have to fucking hang out with friends and eat food and play sport and all the time there's this really Rider, 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 Mickey, 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 loving it, loving it, touch it, touch it, look at rider, 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 rider. And that doesn't slow down until you're in your late teens or something. Some do, I do, I'd say there's lads out there in their 50s are still going, it's a bit slower. It's more like rider, 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 rider. <laughs> if it works, if but it, it works. Being a teenage boy, this fucking torment. You're just nothing more than a ball of tormented testosterone so is that why they constantly like I think you hold it just to take your mind off it it's just kind of hold it and keep it in check it's as if it's like mentally you're tying a knot in it I don't I I don't know now I wasn't one of those that generation where you walk around with your hand on your cock like they are now all they do is just like every single teenager I pass is in grey tracksuit bottoms white kicks with his hand down down his I know I don't understand that either and also just like from a hygiene I know, yeah, yeah. Like for people to shake hands with you then. Well, let's not you go put your hand out. I guy takes again. his fucking hand out of his trousers and shakes your hand. I, I just don't get it. Um, on a completely separate issue, I have, I have to take, um, I have, to, I have to take exception to something that you told me to go and do, and that oh, shit. I, I'm really annoyed with you about. Oh, I bet I know what it's going to be. What? Do you want to give a punch to the first, and then I'll tell you what the actual answer is? Yes. Go on. You watched Thirteen Reasons Why, and you thought it was shit. No. But you are correct. I watched 13 Reasons Why. I didn't think that it was shit. 
but and we can't, I can't see that. And this oh. is the problem is that because if you haven't watched it, we can't really talk about it because I don't want to spoil it's it for people because there's too much to give away. All I will say is that it, it, the last three episodes Are make the whole lot worthwhile. So I I have to say thank you so much to anybody who's on like Twitter who follows me on Twitter at Suzanne Kane FM or they snap because I got to episode six. And was like, it's kind of like Hannah Montana after nine o'clock. It's all a bit too high school. It is. Teenage angst. And I was like, I can't deal with, I just, I'm just like, anyway, I tweeted going, I'm on episode six, what do I do? And like, in fairness, loads of people were like, you have to persevere, you have to persevere, you have to persevere. And then a couple of people were like, look, the last three episodes, just prepare yourself. They're really quite dark. And I know you, where you are right now, you can't even think that that's going to yeah, get anyway. Because it's, it's like watching Grange Hill. It's like an American Grange was. Hill. Yeah. It was It was like, so, it was Grange Hill, like, or like a late night Hollyoaks. Actually, yeah. late night Hollyoaks can be worse. Do you know, like, it yeah. was just, it was, I was kind so of So you never going, see this level of No, and sort also of shit I was kind of going... A, I was pissing me off that the kid's name was Hannah because I have a Hannah. I'm like, great, it's the year of 13 reasons oh, why I I've called my that, yeah. kid Hannah and then she's gone and, you know, killed oh, herself. I never thought of that. So that wasn't ideal. And then the other side of it was, was that I just kind of got caught up again in that, like, American, being an American teenager and being an Irish teenager, they're just so far apart. Yeah, same. Like, we, we'd be a lot more closer to the Brits. Like, when I watch the yeah. Brit TV shows, I can relate. To yeah. a point, there's a separation then. Yeah. Because they obviously weren't raised to feel guilty about murdering Jesus. No, that's but, um, true. But, <laughs> and to, but the American and the thing. sins and whatnot. Yeah, but the American thing is a million miles away. You're right. Like. Yeah, so, so I couldn't kind of get that. So anyway, look, we persevered with it. And then it got to the end. And again, we can't give it all too, too much weight. And it's funny, actually, Dan, do, do you ever work? You worked with Dan, who we used to work with together. Yeah. Yeah. So Dan was sent me a message because he was a couple of episodes behind me. And I was like, hang on to your hat because it gets pretty dark. And then I had to watch some of it like this under my top. <laughs> Going, I don't, Joey, Joey. So Joey was like, don't look now, don't look now. So we did that bit. And then we got to the end. <clears throat> so you know they're making another series. Yeah. So I wish we could talk about it because, and I wish I'm that we know everybody. Because I'm like, I had my whole take on the reason as to why one person had their, we'll talk about it off air, but why they had their outcome and why. And then I read online and somebody had a completely different take on it than me. So my take on... The guy with the bleached hair. Alex. Alex, my take on what happened to him was completely different to what everybody else had. My take on what uh, what Tyler was doing. Yeah. Was the, the guy who takes all the picture. That was completely different to whatever. And then I never found out what happened with the with the main guy. With the main Clay. Uh, not Clay. Uh, the other, the bad, bad guy. Bryce. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whether he gets... Conv- like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I can't, can't even say I that. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah. So I guess... Yeah, actually, it makes a lot of sense there because when I first heard they were making a sequel, I thought, oh, that's a load of bollocks. I know. Yeah. And she's fucking dead. Yeah. I mean, so, we, but that, so, but that's it. So, is it? But like, obviously, what? now you've just, you've just yeah. given me a whole load of loose ends. And then I just, I kind of just felt a little bit like someone had said to me there that their teenager wanted to watch it. They were too, and I was like, don't let them watch it. And then I kind of felt like obviously it's a television series and I kind of read into it a little bit too much as well. But I also just kind of felt a bit like. There was an element of it of like this kind of glamorous side of this. And she brutally took her own life. Yes. Brutally took her it's own pretty, life. And there, and and there is a scene. Graphic. And it warns you at the start. And it's yeah. But it, that that was the moment for me. I went, this is not, they are not fucking around. No, this is really. It was really, really. Was Selena Gomez was exec producer on that. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. But what really freaked me out about that scene wasn't even the uh, 
what she's physically doing to herself. Mm. It was the parents' reaction. Yeah, they acted it so well. Oh, it's incredible. It sent chill. Like oh, oh, yeah, I'm actually getting it now, now, just thinking now, about yeah, yeah. it. I'm getting it now, just thinking about it. The parents' reaction <laughs> when they find yeah, oh, Hannah. Like, it, and that's the thing, and that's because oh, everyone knows that you know what the the context of of the actual show is and whatever. So that's not given anything away. But yeah, to me, I was just like. But I felt that there were certain elements of it that it was kind of glamorized a little bit. That it was, you know, for I just think for young teenage people, for it, I understand it's a television show. But I'm a 36 year old Elwin. I worry about a 17 year old. Yeah, you know something I read in the article. I read an article that like that never dawned on me. I'll be honest with you. I just mm. watched it as a piece of television, yeah, thought it's a great piece like, of TV. And like that, I'm out of touch. I'm forty, yeah. whatever the fuck I am now. So I don't watch it like a teenager watch. Yeah. So it never dawned on me until I read an article from a teacher who said, this is actually dangerous TV. This is really dangerous TV. They were saying like, it was essentially saying exactly what you were saying, that where they tried to make it look bad, but what they did was they gave this dead girl this huge legacy that changes everybody's life uh, by taking her own life and it's not a good message. And the terrible thing is that I know for a fact there will be a copycat somewhere. You know it's going to happen in American high school. You know someone's going to go and do that. Do you know what I mean? Now, there was was some very funny moments of it, like Tony Roma. The man who the well he he looks like he's forty two. The you know the guy who goes around in the leather jacket. The guy who goes around in the Mustang in the in leather a Mustang, jacket. And he's right? supposed to be in school. Yeah. He's supposed to be like sixteen <laughs> or seventeen. Like myself and Joey just got so oh, yeah. much change out of him. And he he's used to like just, a little fun. Yeah, he used to just turn up and be like hello. I'm like, where did Tony Roma come from <laughs> with the hair and all? It was just like, and then it, it was kind of like they had to have a character that was gay. It was like, well, he has to be the gay character, and it was like, oh come on, you can do. I just parts of it I just kind of thought you could do better, but also maybe I'm just an L one and I'm out of touch but there was just elements of it that I was like yeah. I thought that this this uh, my, the way I maybe that's the beauty of it I played it out this way in my head and then when I read online somebody else played it out a different way but yeah there look, you go yeah there you go yeah, so, there, there you go. so well, anyway what else what are you annoyed with me for you still never told me what you're annoyed with because me for because I spent all my time oh, watching it and that? I had no answers oh so it was that oh and Oh my God, twice in a podcast, I'm going to praise you. And that's it now for Jesus. at least a year. Young I'm Offenders. really fucked in the next episode though. Yeah, Young Offenders. Deadly. Oh, you Absolutely. watched it. You watched a fucking movie. Deadly. You Deadly. only watched a movie. It's so funny because I was talking to, um, I was talking to Chris, I was in, was I on the phone to Chris or was I in the UK? I can't remember. Uh, to Chris Moyles and we were talking and he was saying about a movie and he said, oh, he said, P- I saw PJs when they were going to Netflix. It's on UK or whatever. He goes, I saw PJs thing and he was saying to his other half we might we might watch this tonight so he stuck it on yeah like, so the trailer and like literally his other half just sat there and she's just like i've i've absolutely no idea like she finds me hard to understand <laughs> yeah so it's like someone tweeted saying oh my god i love young offenders it's like listening to you and pj and i was like we're from dublin they're from cork that's like saying that someone from london sounds like someone from leeds yeah i know like, it's so different it's actually <laughs> but to them it's just an irish it's just an irish accent, accent. Like, yeah. when it went on netflix worldwide though it's amazing the tweets and comments about oh, really it because people obviously just don't know a lot about Ireland out there. Like, they just don't. So a couple of people are saying, like, and they're really, really nice, but they're just getting it arse way. So one of the comments was, um, great movie, The Young Offenders, about two Scottish young lads. So I was like, Scottish? <laughs> Fucking Scottish? Uh, for Cork to Scotland, another one is a fantastic Welsh film released whenever it was released. It was like, like, this no. is gas. But then Irvine Welsh has been tweeting about it, which is a big deal. Holy he says Jesus. he absolutely loves it. Um, yeah, so it's but good. it, it genuinely and look, loads of people because I tweeted saying and then loads of people tweeted me giving me stick because either I was only watching it like because you I said what like watching and you tweeted me going yeah young offenders I was like oh yeah fair enough I'll give it a shot but <laughs> it actually genuine and you're actually very good on it. Well, that's because uh, I'm walking with a limp and I look ridiculous. I think it really I think it encompasses everything that you are. <laughs>
<laughs> I want to be my mania. disabled drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> and then I actually saw an interview with you and they were like, oh, they're making Young Offenders too. And you were like, well, I, I don't actually know what part I could play in that. I know because <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. Like I'm obviously in yeah. jail or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you're, so. not, you're, you're not around. Yeah. Really. So we don't know what, well, yeah, we don't really know what's going to happen next, but we'll see. So we'll there see. you go. Anyway, that's the end of me being nice to you. Thanks very well, much. Well, appreciate that it. shop up right now. Anything else You're happening? like, that's like ice cream on a sunny day, Suzanne. What's rare is wonderful. Oh, I'll take it when true. it's going. That's true. I'm full of, uh, I'm full of jazz. <laughs> if you were ever to listen to your mum. Did you ever get that? <laughs> no. You know, like the, I, the ice cream trucks used to go around and they, like, they wouldn't let you have... Oh my God. And now the ice cream trucks. Let, let me fucking tell you about ice cream. Oh, you're not going to like this. Oh, you're not going to fucking like this. We were talking this morning, right? Because did so you see... It's bad enough that we're racist. Now we're bringing the ice cream into it. Oh, wait. This is going to fucking shock the living... To the core. Shit. Everybody that wants ice cream. It's the summer. It's the second of fucking whatever it is. It's May anyway. Uh, we're, it's so <laughs> people are not going to like this. We uh, read this article this morning, right? Yeah. That apparently there's fish bladders in Guinness. Did you know that? Fish bladders. Right? No, so we well, don't drink Guinness, but it's that's pretty appalling. Well, they use fish bladders and something to do with separating the yeast, right? So Guinness announced this morning, right, that they're not using the fish bladders anymore, that it's now a vegan drink, right? So Guinness is now vegan, right? Right. So then we started wondering. We got curious. We were like, well, what else is in our food we don't know about? I didn't know I was drinking fish bladders for all those years, right? Never knew. Um, and you being the, like... Super duper vegetarian that year. Well, I drink Smithix most of the time, but I like a bottle of Guinness every so often, right? Just for the iron. Fish bladders will still be in the fizzy one, though. It'll still be in the bottles, but won't be in the pints, right? Uh, so, we started doing a bit of surveying about right. what other animal bits could be hidden all over the place. Fuck me, Pink. <laughs> Did you know, right, if something has a strawberry flavouring or a vanilla flavouring to it, right. it doesn't necessarily mean there's strawberries and vanilla used. Right. And if it says extracts of, it's a beaver's anus. Okay, that is a stretch. It's a fucking beaver's anus. We looked at it today. It's a beaver's anus. A beaver's arse. Is this like an animal fact? This is an animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Yeah. Beaver's anuses taste like fucking raspberry or strawberry. They do. And when you buy a 99... Let me tell you how much oh, beaver's arse is in it, right? It's vanilla flavouring and it's the red sauce. You are eating a beaver's arse. You are giving a you're you're giving a screaming eagle to a beaver every time you eat. Ninety-nine. I had no idea. I had no idea. That now makes me think two things. Number one, are beaver's arse is that tasty? Just if you had it on its own, like if you had a packet of them. And do beaver's arses smell like air fresheners? Like if they fart. They smell a, like uh, the cherry trees. Yeah, do they just go, and you're like, oh, hmm. Strawberry. What a... Rampa. <laughs> <laughs> Beaver's arses. It's, uh, my, I think it's the most amazing thing. And cider. Get I, this. I feel that they're... Fucking like, get I, this. I think that there has to... Like it, it's not as basic as they just blend up a couple of beaver's arses and stick them in a bit of... Well, I don't know, Milk. but that's what they use. They use it somehow, they do it. And here's another one. Cider facts, cider facts, I got those cider facts. When they're making cider, they put a roast beef, a lump of beef, into the vat of cider. Don't know why. Who does? The brewers. Cider people. The cider people, the brewers, whatever. And the cider, um, it eats the beef. It devours the beef. It somehow dissolves the beef into itself. Don't oh, know why breaks they do it. breaks down the, so the, whatever's in the... 
alcohol breaks down the fibres of the beef, probably. It dissolves the fucking thing. So there you go. So it's like, um, so there you go. You think you're a vegetarian. All these years I thought I was a vegetarian. I was eating beaver's arse. I was having a very rare sunny day um, beef in me cider. Yeah. I was and, um, eating pigs or in jellies. What an amazing animal a pig is. I mean, it's just the animal just keeps on fucking giving. Yeah, Chopped sausages, rashers, bacon and jellies. I mean, they even give fucking dessert for their own meals. It's unbelievable. Uh, and all Thanks, of this Papa. shit. So there's loads and loads. Of, there's, there's animals in everything. And then there's, um, what's the horses and chewing gum? Oh, I don't know. Something about horses and chewing Horses weren't all well. up. Remember the horse meat burger scandal anyway, a couple oh, of years ago. Oh, that was Tesco, wasn't it? It was all over, yeah. Was it turned Tesco was first and then it was oh, kind was of... It, yeah, every, kind of everyone followed suit. And then we realised we were all eating horse burgers for years. That's true. That's very, very true. Um, right, well, that's probably nearly it for today. Oh, we were going to do PJ facts because um, <laughs> just just off the back of a couple of tweets that were sent this week uh, because you oh, asked God. somebody for a lend for a shot of their Mercedes in Waterford, didn't I you? did, yeah. yeah. Did you see it? And it's a proper I new said, one. It's Savage Car and I said you can't drive for shite. So that's an, that's one of the PJ <laughs> facts for this week. So you can take that one. That's for show. That's not a fact. That's uh, a the other one is delusion. That, and the other one is that you rob dogs. So my best one of my favourite things for this week as well is that those people who are new if you're new to Dublin hi and it's lovely to have you on board that's the stupid hello you're welcome aboard. welcome like, aboard y'all what are we going on a cruise liner um, but thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe and rate us and do all that so we can head back up the iTunes chart but anyway um, and tell a friend um, but yeah uh I forgot what I was saying because I got distracted by my own stupidity there. Oh, Good. I don't know. You were what saying it was. PJ facts anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, PJ facts. Um, but yeah, there was just all these stupid things like about that you think that you can drive and um, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, and that you robbed a dog. That one was another one as well. I didn't um, rob the dog. I was trying to help the again, fucking dog. Sorry, so that's what I'm saying. So loads of people are going back to listen to podcasts that they've never listened to before so they're starting all over again so people are tweeting like from episodes from like a year and a half ago that I don't remember ever doing so, yeah, there's uh, a lot of them now there's so much like we're 66 episodes 66 in. deep at this stage so oh, there's a nice. lot of them yeah um, Yeah. so keep them coming so if you're going backwards um, tell us what you're listening to and what's making you laugh um, so don't forget to subscribe you can tweet us at Dublin Podcast uh, at PJ Gallagher at Suzanne Kane FM and I'm on Suzanne FM Snap and we'll be back next week enjoy our summer everybody we made it we travelled a whole lap of the sun it's absolutely freezing outside it's fucking lovely I'm telling you it's actually really nice